Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to Creep Time After Dark. This is a Creep Time original podcast. So make sure to go listen to Creep Time, the podcast, right after the show. Have you had a sip out of the Nymum tumblers yet? Yes. I brought them out last <laughs> night when my friends came over. I was like, y'all need Yay. to see these. John ended up having his damn drink out of it. I was like, I can't. That's why I got you two. I wanted one for you, one for John. <laughs> so you could both be like, Nymum. Seeing him walk around with the Nymum glass with like whatever cocktail, the little holiday marg we made, and then like yeah. a napkin underneath it. I was just, the imagery of that was sending me. It's precious. I've been catching up on New York because um, now I'm all caught up in Beverly Hills. I'm just waiting on bated breath. The, the last episode was kind of a filler episode and I was yeah. like, whatever. But I saw Scary Island. <laughs> oh, <are you? laughs> I Okay, we could do just a whole After Dark about Scary Island. Like, I, that's how much I love it, but we can't. <laughs> oh, we can't. I mean, if I could just sum it up in a sentence, what I experienced watching that. I think they all realized in, in the same moment that they were no longer talking with someone who was playing with a full deck. Yeah. Yeah. That was a mental breakdown, wasn't it? Al Sharpton. <laughs> I can't, there's she just was so much. I, I was texting Jordan about it yeah. literally over the weekend. I was like, Jordan, I'm like overwhelmed by how much I have to process with like season three, season four of New York Housewives. <laughs> like, and fucking Luann's like gross guy that she was seeing court is his name remember oh him? my god with the blonde court, I'm hair sorry, I just screamed. Ah! with his his tongue he, let's have a fun time <laughs> let's let's get into it together you know i mean you're a beautiful woman and the name of his oh my god he had the most cringy name for his book what was it help me I I don't I don't know if i like hallucinated this or somebody actually said it on camera but somebody said Luann's going with court He's a gay guy with bad hair. I, I, was, I swear to God. Oh, I think Sonya. it was Sonia. Was, was it Sonia? Sonia? Okay. Who always tells yeah. it like it is, and I love her, but like is never outright mean normally. Oh my God. They're just the, their real fault is that they're all just narcissists. That's their real right. problem. Like they're Ramona, Jill, Sonia, they're all just narcissists and they're like combating with each other. That's their fault. Well, and the craziest thing was, I feel like we've talked about this, but back then in those seasons, they hadn't mm-hmm. become famous yet. So they're actually But just they talk being, about it as if they are. They think they are. But they act so differently. Once you get into like season seven, eight, nine, ten, they're mm-hmm. so aware of the cameras. Whereas like the beauty of those early seasons is like they didn't know how famous they were going to be. They, they weren't afraid to like share some some yes. like, dirty laundry. Yes, on they camera. forgot the cameras were there. Some of the, and they do that still now, but like it's just so much more produced. They strike me as them in the older seasons versus the newer ones. It strikes me that they are now aware that they're famous, but also have the normal people that you have around you when you're famous. Like you have PR people who are like, 
you may not want to do this. Like it's they have like reputation yes. protectors who advise them, like management and stuff. Whereas in the earlier seasons, it was like the Jersey Shore effect. Mm-hmm. They knew that people knew them. I like they know, like I'm getting recognized on the street. There's like press about me, but I don't think they had people like in their lives. Like I don't think they had like management and like agents and like people to inform them like you have to protect your reputation. So they yeah. were just balls to the wall. Crazy. I started watching um and then we'll pick a word but ultimate girls trip the newest season which is a, basically new york housewives yeah i thought about starting island. it is it worth it is it worth it um i'm having them like any of that is going to be fun to me but mm-hmm. um kelly is so seemingly i'm on episode 2 grounded and normal like she is an absolute 180 from the well. days that i remember her season two and three i'm happy for her yeah she i think lexapro can benefit a lot of us <laughs> and kelly just happens to be one who mellowed out from it now she still has her metaphors that make no sense but <laughs> they all i mean ramona does that shit but ramona just gets confused about what she's saying i think yeah yeah it's like what, what did she say oh my god <laughs> she it's meant like, to say white, like white on rice, rice. yeah <laughs> but no 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 but she she, she said says, something else it, she'll she be said, on me like white rice Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Her mouth prop is this show is crazy. I don't know how they found Ramona, but they hit a gold mine with her. Absolutely. <sighs> Creepers, welcome word. back, by the way. Pick that word <laughs> for creep time after dark. We are well into the after show and I am kicking back. I might bust open some wine in a second. Baby, bust open some wine. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> what is that? Oh, we've done that one. Hold on. Oh, God. <laughs> this. Okay, this I'm using. It's like a, the random word generator dot com or whatever. And now it's telling me it's like one of those websites where it like immediately triggers uh, like a McAfee thing. All these pop ups. Hold on. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, like God. they're just running like shady ads because they know. Okay. You'll be on there regardless. Ooh. The unknown. <sighs> Oh, God. Wait, who added that? Did we add that? The unknown. Do we pick a different one? No, we no, we will commit to it. I was just like, that's so vague. Um, well, how can you be afraid of what you don't know? Or is the unknowing the scary part? I think the unknowing is the scary part. What does the unknown actually, what does that mean to you? Because different people will have different perceptions of like, <sighs> what is the unknown? I to me, I think it's like the unknown, like the afterlife potentially, or like the undiscovered country. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The, wait, the undiscovered country. Yeah, you've never heard that. No, it's it's, it's, uh, it's from Shakespeare. It's from Hamlet, I think. The undiscovered country, baby. Yeah. How is it that I told you about Bard being Shakespeare, and yet? You just educated you. We just fully you flipped me on my ass. How did <laughs> yeah, I not know that? I've never heard that. Yeah, I think it's from one of Hamlet's most. I mean, maybe I could be totally off base and I'm misremembering it, but I think he references the undiscovered country and it's in contemplation of taking his life and the thought and the questioning of what comes after. It's the unknown. Oh, oh wow! Because it's about okay. undiscovered country is his is Shakespeare's version of the afterlife. Yeah. We've never been there, but it's out there somewhere. 
I was going to say, what an amazing way to put that. He was the freaking bard. He was Shakespeare, bitch. Might be, he was the bard, honey. <laughs> I will never forget being in my theater history class, with, um, which was open to non-majors, like non-performance or <laughs> writing majors. And someone, when we were analyzing Shakespeare, he stopped in the middle of class while he was participating. He was like, yeah, you know, like, this, like, writing is, like, really good. <laughs> and the whole room just it wasn't even comedic it was just like it sucked the life out of what little life we had left in us <laughs> this is like Actually, really good writing <laughs> that that should have been on the word list was a shakespeare acting class no 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 i can't take that i had my worst experiences in a shakespearean acting class it was too much same here i don't know i don't know how you can have a relatively good one some people are naturally good at it they're just gifted they're they're like those types of actors they're like a shakespearean actor i probably sound like like an idiot right now but well no but in college (laughs) here's the thing is that i the people that i observed who i thought were the strongest with shakespeare were the ones who weren't overthinking all of the technical elements of iambic pentameter like they were just like grounded in the actual text like i saw i saw someone I forgot why I was in the room. Maybe I was a reader for this or something, but she was a sophomore. And the command that she had over the text doing Shakespeare was like astounding for her age. Like I was so shocked by it because we didn't even study Shakespeare until we were juniors. And then she left the room and I'll never forget the head of performance turned to the table and he was like, well, when you know, you know. Wow. Do you remember what she did? Well, she was reading sides. We were do it was for King Lear. And she was reading for Cornelia, so she was reading sides for Cornelia, and she was just even from like a cold read. I don't know how much she had practiced it before or anything, but what seemed like a cold read, she was in it. She was wow. in it. There is something so magical about it. Like when you watch and listen to somebody that that, that that's the crazy thing about Shakespeare is that as an audience member. You just kind of know from the rhythm and the feeling behind it, like what's happening. Mm-hmm. But then there's like that other, like the extra level and like why the greats are the greatest is that like they're not even thinking, like they're not even relying on that. Like they're relying on just the text, like you said, just being fully into the language. That made me think of Judy Dench. <laughs> You immediately yes. put an, an image in my mind of Miss Dench, Dame Dench. Dame Judy. Have you seen um, Tracy Ullman? I think that's who it is, who does the impression of Judy Dench. Have you ever seen like clips of her do this? It's so funny. I don't think so. <laughs> she does. She has her own show in the UK, and I think she does like impressions of like very um, famous like women in the UK and Europe. Like she, she does like um, uh, I think she's done the Queen, and she's done. Camilla and she's done Judy Dench and her Judy Dench one is all about like how Judy Dench is actually like a cold-hearted bitch and she like <laughs> takes advantage and steals from people but she like always uses the card of like I'm Dame Judy Dench like <laughs> she'll literally come in and like steal a baby from like a carriage and then someone will come and be like did you just take that baby from the carriage and she's like no dear I, see I'm Dame Judy Dench <laughs> <laughs> you, so you were Dame funny. Sutton there for two seconds. Dame Sutton. <laughs> Wait, no, I was on. I was on par. I did. You, you did got you just take that end. baby? Did you just take that baby? You oh my like, god! 
Nice. Well, listen, Cockney and Southern, the two can close. blend. Mm-hmm. Close cousins, sisters. Close In fact, cousins. sisters. Sisters. Cousins. Um, what is the differentiator between the two? I'm going in for supper. I'm going in for supper. It's it's a uh versus er. It's the R. I'm going, I'm going in. Yeah. Supper or supper? Su- or Sutton. Supper? Sut. Did you? Okay, weird question. <laughs> no one ever called dinner supper where you're from, right? Um, no, I knew of the word supper. Um, and sometimes we said it, we would say like, what do you want? Yeah, actually we would say that, but it was not really? a common thing. Yeah. Not a common thing up in the North. Um, and I also realized that cause somebody messaged me about it and they were like, when you said tag sale and package store, they're like, that's not even a Northern thing. It's like specific to your state. And they were like, I can probably guess you came from this state and I can probably guess based on your name, you're from this town. And I was like, <gasps> Uh, salutations <laughs> <laughs> you were like um okay we well we do have the sleuths. unknown the unknown <laughs> the unknown yeah let's talk about that for a second yeah the unknown of uh our identities um the unknown for me, I, I will say, like, I think we have slightly different versions of the unknown and what that means to me because the unknown to yeah. me. You were referring it to something, the unknown could be the afterlife. You know, it's an idea without without proof. To me, the unknown is something that has some circumstantial proof or stories, let's say, where like there's mm. lore, where people have seen this thing or experienced this thing. But we can't concretely say what that is, scientifically say what that is. That is the unknown to me. It's something that's within your grasp to encounter. You just don't really know what it is. Or and when that's, you will encounter it. And that is scarier to you. Yes, because it feels real because people, re- real people, have kind of corroborated it throughout history, right? Like if there's lore, I always like to relate it back. I'm like where there's smoke, there's fire kind of thing. Like there's something yeah. there. There's an origin to that story or that lore. But it's unknown. Can you think of anything that's like a like lore or... That like would be your number one thing if you could get to the bottom, like the root of if it's real or not, you would want to know. A million things. How could I even choose one? Like, I don't oh know. my god, every single. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> You're like, I, I, I don't know, baby. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sasquatch or the Loch Ness monster? Yeah, the, literally one. the first two things that came to mind. I was like, I want to know about Bigfoot. I want to know about the Yeti. I want to know about fairies. <laughs> I was convinced fairies were real when I was a child. I would hunt for them. I would hunt for them. Is it? Well, little did I know. It's definitely indicative. (laughs) (laughs) I just had to look straight to the mirror to find. I am dying. I would like to know if ghosts are actually real. Like, I feel like if somebody said, I mean, actually, mm-hmm. that's, that that's is a really a trivial unknown. thing, but yeah, I would no, like but that, to That kind of plays into your first thought about the afterlife, because mm-hmm. if ghosts yeah. are real, can we assume the afterlife is real? Right. Sorry, there is a fire truck that is about to floor it through this bungalow. <laughs> and he said, like, what would you do if on camera an entire fire truck just took out my wall behind me? For, uh, first reaction, that, go. But, <laughs> lucky for you, I got all this stuff. <laughs> 
tattoos is my first reaction. <laughs> my other reaction was I'm pretty sure the fire truck got word of the ice cream ice cream truck man's gig and was like, I'm coming for your bag and is now going to start just and an aggressive flying way flying down like, your street. Yeah. <laughs> well, there is a fire station that's really close to my place. So I'm surprised I don't hear fire trucks more often. Now that I have a space heater that I keep on me at all times, I'm very nervous that I'll like doze off and leave it on and like start oh, a fire. Yeah. Oh God. I think I'll be careful. The- PSA. PSI. I think about that all the time. I have so many damn candles burning all the time. God, be careful with that. Cause like you can oh, really, the other night I was literally laying in bed on my phone and I planned to like get up and like, I was going to like blow out candles and stuff, but I had been laying there for so long. I forgot I had a candle burning in the living yeah. room. I stayed over in college to a friend's place. And one of her roommates, when I came down the next morning, left a candle on all night, all night. Oh God. I, I just do something really dumb where I put up other, like I've got a candle on a shelf that's like just kind of above eyeline. I know. Sis. I know. Which I only put it up. Do you there. have an extinguisher? No, but Maybe. on my fl- on my floor they do. They have one for everybody. Okay, but the fire has started and it's already blocked your exit and you have no fire escape. What are you gonna do? <laughs> I'm jumping out of my damn window. I'm scaling the walls. Um, that is a very you need good point. an extinguisher. I'm gonna say I have three. I have three. <laughs> you extinguishers. also have a damn panic button. <laughs> what? <laughs> Talk about the unknown, baby. It doesn't exist for you. <laughs> you, you will be the last survivor. <laughs> oh, that was a good read. That was good. This is true. It's true. I can't really throw a stone, but I'm standing in the glass house, baby. <laughs> I said, how could you I'm not have crying. an extinguisher? And I sleep. I might as well have a loaded gun in my hand as I go to sleep. Like, <laughs> I'm that prepared for the worst. But you know what? I love that about you. I really do. I. You should get one. <laughs> I know. I really should. Especially well, because you, you live in an apartment that's alone. up. It, well, you live up like a few floors up which is different it's different when you live on the ground floor but you've also lived on the ground floor in new york can can i also just throw you on your ass even more that the very first apartment i was supposed to live in in dc that i it ended up falling through which i swear to god i say to this day i think i've told you this Mm -hmm. that oh do you remember i i think you've told me that it was like meant to be that's all I remember. But you, I think you sent me a video of this place and you yes. had been living in New York for so long that just seeing an apartment <laughs> with any space, I will never forget you sent the video. And in the background, I could hear you. I think you were crying and you were you were just panning, doing a pan through the room and you went, wow. Wow. <laughs> the drama. Uh, wow. But like it, it was like a standard like one bedroom. <laughs> well standard one bedroom but it was a huge loft there was this huge lofted space yes but looking back on it i this is why i say it was meant to be like i swear to god if it makes me believe in the afterlife or something higher power because the unknown the unknown it was a 20 foot basically ladder up into this loft. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I remember. Had this. I slipped, Sorry, had I on. had it. Oh my God. <laughs> Do you hear that? 
Pinanua. Go on. Just the I, the fact that I didn't end up being there, thank God, because I think I would have talked about so a damn candle is like child's play. I would have if I had. Baby, they would have the found you night. a year later. Like some somebody would have done a wellness check, and they would have found your contorted body at the bottom of the ladder. Oh lofts. I'm going to say it. Lofts are a little overrated because they're, yes. they're like it's it's not what everybody thinks they are. You know, like I have yeah. stayed in lofts with people. <laughs> I don't know how to phrase this in a, w- a way that's <laughs> demure, um, but. <laughs> I've stayed in lofts. I have surely almost knocked myself out by crushing my skull on the shortened ceiling of the loft because I'm not a short person. Of so course. when you stand up and you've got like, you're basically in what is like a tent or like a triangle of sheetrock, you're going to whack your head a few times. It, that, it, in addition to the stairs to get down, nightmare. Nightmare. I, the fact that any sort of realtor can reasonably show anybody over five seven a loft yes and be yes. like here's your new bedroom <laughs> that should be illegal i'm five two i can make it work that's not <laughs> it's not okay <laughs> do you think people think that you're five two do you think like anybody who's listened to you like assumes that you're a certain height i'm asking if you think you you give tall or short energy I don't know. Oh God, I honestly don't know. I have no idea. Because I've like, been told I give short energy. People are very surprised when they meet me and that I'm tall. No, very to me, surprised. You give tall energy. What? Interesting. Like you I definitely don't people, give short to me. I have met people that I've been on calls with and stuff in person, and the first time they see me, they will like they're like looking at me up and down because they're like, "You're just so much." taller like you're just a bigger person than i thought you were i can tell you um when i took the job that i have here and met people in person for the first time they Mm -hmm. all assumed i was like five foot ten they thought i was really yes in real life isn't it so strange that like you can't tell like on camera so weird they were like you just the unknown (laughs) it's the unknown baby zoom has Um, given way to the unknown Let's be Truly. real. Because when you're Truly. on, do you ever use the features on Zoom that can like buff your skin a little bit and like darken your eyebrows and stuff? You ever seen that? Uh-uh. Baby. Baby, you can impose like lipstick on yourself on Zoom. Like you can do a full, you could do a full beat on Zoom. Send me the <laughs> Like app. it's a Snapchat filter. <laughs> it's, send me the, it's real. Send me the and I, I, like, so like you could theoretically like hop on Zoom and look so like blown out. Like... <laughs> That's not the right word, but like, <laughs> that's not the right word at all. I'm gonna spit out my damn coffee. Blown out. <laughs> Hopping on Zoom, 8 a.m., blown out as hell. <laughs> she was blown out. You would walk away from somebody saying that and be like, was she doing blow or that was is her the, hair dryer? She got her hair dried. <laughs> I'm crying. The most searing dig possible. Bitch, I ran into Jill. That hag is blown out. She Fucking is blown, blown out. out. <laughs> Holy shit. But like, you can get I'm going to start using that. 
<laughs> you can get on camera. You can look blown out as hell, but that, that'll just superimpose. <laughs> she is blown out. <laughs> she hopped on camera and she was blown out. <laughs> and you're like, of the water? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Stu, I'm crying. Oh God. Oh, oh God. I'm not gonna be able to think about any other phrase tomorrow morning in my first meeting. I'm gonna be like, who's blown out? But like imagine saying that directly to someone that you're fighting with. Like they're like coming for you and they're like, okay, yeah, well, at least I'm not a bitch or something. And you're like, baby, you are so fucking blown out. <laughs> a proportion. That would- like there's so <laughs> many ways to rip it. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's like literally like you assign you assign it to your deepest insecurity is the thing. Like if you were to receive it, you're like, what does that mean? Like blown out of proportion, the water. That's <laughs> hilarious. Oh you my are God. so blown out. Blown bitch. out. <laughs> I you're have to find somebody out? I can do this with. Oh my god! Oh Christ! So stupid. That is <laughs> what was so my original point funny. about this? Oh, Zoom, the unknown. What it, my point was is that when you're on <laughs> Zoom with people, the unknown is like what else is what they really look like because everybody has now mastered the visual front of Zoom and like video calling. I have a certain way I hold my face when I'm on Zoom. You know, like. I'm basically like giving myself a permanent facelift. It's the same way that I unlock my phone. If I sit up to like unlock my phone with face ID, I like snatch my face. I don't need to theoretically, but I'm always yeah. like. <laughs> I, wish I, I, I wish I did. I'm always double chinned up. You're always like. <laughs> on face ID. <laughs> but sometimes it doesn't, it doesn't work for me because I think when I said it, yeah. I think I was like giving face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, so I think when I unlock it now, every time I have to be like. Because I'll be double chin in the bed and all of a sudden I'm like, to unlock. Yeah, I go. (laughs) But it's the unknown. It's the unknown. The, because like what's going on, let's talk about what's going on on the other side of the camera with Zoom. Like what's sitting in the chair outside of the little square that you're seeing. That person is not wearing pants. They're wearing a Gilly Hicks thong at (laughs) nine in the morning. They're truly like the, this is all that matters. Like neck up, honestly. Like you could wear a shirt that has a nice collar. It could be a a crop top. Nobody would ever know or care. The things you can get away with work from home. I do that constantly. I I am one of the I call me crazy. I have been with this company forever, but I think it's so important, no matter what kind of a meeting it is, really, that you come well presented mm-hmm. and. But there are some times where I will throw on like a nice collared shirt or whatever when I think that the meeting is going to be more important than it really is, probably. And oh, I totally. get on there. People are in hoodies. People are <laughs> just like and tank tops, cool. like, like one tit hanging out. Like it's yeah. a, it's a full <laughs> yeah. affair. It is the <laughs> what is it? Barner and Bailey's like sideshow circus is what is on a 9 a.m. Zoom call. <laughs> you are seeing the worst of the worst sometimes. The wor- but and you know what's so crazy is one of my coworkers was like, you know that all of like most everybody just goes right back to sleep, right? I was like, what are you talking about? They were like, yeah, most everybody's in hoodies because they just literally woke up. They're gonna go right back to bed, and I was like, oh, 
I'm not changing from my pajamas ever. Like I will dress up for like a call where like the top half has to look nice and presentable. I'll get my hair together. I'll get good lighting. Like I'll, I'll look the part, but yeah, what's happening on the lower half. That's not changing. That's the unknown for you, baby. (laughs) (laughs) You don't get to know about that. (laughs) Baby, I do know it. And you are Winnie the pooing it up over there. (laughs) Honey, I'm sitting here at 9am in a diaper. I'm sitting in a fucking diaper in this chair. <laughs> and you are none, none the wiser, okay? None of you need to know about it. That's my unknown, and it's for me. Diaper. I can't. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> that, is, that is the unknown. <laughs> that- it's, tr- it's a Lisa Rinna, like, Lacey Depends is, like... <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Speaking... Okay, just one last little Housewives touch. Please. There will be an episode that you get to where Sonia wears a diaper, and that's all I'm going to say. Why? I can't tell how I feel about Sonia. I don't know if I like her. Oh, I love her. Do I like her? She's one of my favorites. I think you'll like her. She's In the beginning, she was my favorite, but her narcissism is annoying me. They're all annoying to me. I'm just like, I would never be friends with you. They're... The only thing I like about so- Sonia more than the rest is I think she's very self-deprecating. Whereas I feel like a lot of them are like they can't possibly like admit to themselves that they're like cuckoo. And she's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I'm like a little Edie Beal. I'm a little like Grey Gardens. I'm a little wacky, which I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. respect. Yeah. Like know thyself. You you know yourself pretty well. Fair enough. Bethany, and she's I think also it's kind of similar. You Bethany, yeah. Bethany seems to have like the most self-awareness out of all of them. I think she's yeah. just fully fitting into like the shtick that she does, which is that I'm blunt. I want to be known for being blunt. Yes. I want to be direct yes. and like, I'm a go-getter. Like I'm a hustler. I'm a worker. Like she's, mm-hmm. and she, she knows that role and she wears, she wears it well. But I think you're right. Sonia is somebody who is self-aware, but also doesn't take herself as seriously as the other women do. Yeah. Like she's willing to like be the butt of the joke. Whereas like, it's very different compared to Luann or Ramona. Luann. Luann makes Luan? me uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Luann is a Shakespearean character to me. Like, her arc is crazy. <laughs> her character arc is crazy. Who am I forgetting? Oh, Alex. I can't take Alex. I can't take that woman. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't take her. Alex McCord and Simon Van Campen. That oh. is camp. That is camp. Their Brooklyn home renovation is a oh. bordello living room. Incredible. They're just so waspy and like uptight and snooty. I can't, I just can't take them. But also the way that Alex like, <laughs> like folds out a drama, like when she gets kicked out of Sonia's and she calls um, Simon. Yeah, that's it. That's his name. Yeah. What, what is your husband's name? That's a Sonia line. Yeah, what, what's your husband's name again? And Alex calls him and she goes, uh, hey, honey, so I just got kicked out. It was a huge confrontation, big blow up. So can you put a bottle of champagne in the freezer? Because I think I'm going to need a drink. Like, she's so <laughs> buttoned up. I want her to be, like, on meth. I, yeah. I don't mean that, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just want to see her, like, unwind a little unwind. bit. Like, I yeah. need to see her reckless. I want to see her get drunk. I'm trying to think if she does. Um, <laughs> I just was so out of pocket that was. I'm sorry. <laughs> I want her on no. meth. I do, but I don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the, and th- this is the problem with Housewives. 
You're going to start wishing for that. You're going to start wishing for things to happen that you shouldn't. Oh, um, I'm trying to think of other amazing. What was our original topic? I'm like, I should bring us back to the unknown. Oh, the un- that's what it was. Unknown. Okay. Can I? Okay. This is such a full gear sh- shift. Please. Do you believe in an afterlife? Well, I've I've asked myself this question a lot because I do believe in ghosts because I think I have had experience with ghosts. So mm-hmm. I think because of that, I inadvertently do believe in an afterlife. But Bryce challenges me on this a lot because he's like, well, that means you believe in higher power. And I'm like, I don't know about that because I don't actually subscribe to or believe in an organized religion. And I know a lot of people do. I have a lot of friends who do, including Bryce. And that's fine, and that's great, and I'm happy for them. Faith is a wonderful thing. But I don't believe in the organized version of the religion I grew up in and what that depiction of the afterlife is. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, totally. Okay. I, th- yeah. I think Do, I'm probably is it different similar for you? to you. I, I, I think mm-hmm. I'm pretty similar. I I think I would say I do believe in a higher power. I don't think it's the same version of like what I thought it was based on the organized religion like I grew up with as well. Like I don't mm-hmm. think it's the same way I used to think of it when I was young. Um, but I believe I, I believe that there's some I, I hope to God that we don't all go through like so much in life that it's all kind of just like I've never wanted to believe that like Meh, it's over one day. All mm-hmm. that all that I learned, all the wonderful things that happened to me, all the tragic things that happened to me that like, like that's it. I don't get to carry that and take that into some other like well, expand it's on it, it, baby. You get to leave it behind. Here's the thing for all the people yeah. that listen to us, creepers who listen, we get to leave this behind. Yeah. Well, and maybe that's it. Maybe that's. I mean, sometimes I think about the afterlife truly. And I'm like, would I want to spend eternity in bliss? I feel like I would. I would. No, I listen. I, listen. Hear me out. Just hear me out. Just let me speak. You're like, it feels good to suffer. But I'm just saying, like, it, I can certainly, it just seems so daunting to me the idea of a world without obstacle, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's because I haven't known, I mean, this isn't just a me thing. I mean, this is everybody. We all just know a world of, like, constant challenges and obstacles, which has kind of qualified the great moments. So they're all that more great. So in a world that's nothing but great, a utopia, a heaven, an afterlife, whatever you're calling it, in a world where it's always just great, it's what is there to qualify one moment from the next, Yeah, you know? Yeah. But maybe that's because I I can't really conceive of what that would be. But I also think about this all the time. I'm like, if there is an afterlife and it's just a collection of all of these people throughout history, I don't want to run into the pilgrims. It's always (laughs) on my mind. Seriously. I I don't know what we have in common. There's nothing for us to talk about. We don't like any of the same things. What the fuck do I have in common with a pilgrim? Well. What what am I going to say? What are we going to talk about? You'd be like, so let's talk about Salem. (laughs) (laughs) True. Our one common thing. I want to know what really went down. But you know what I mean, though? It's just like, I can't imagine myself being being friends with Abigail Williams out there. Oh, my God. Or 
Yeah. I, I, have you ever watched The Good Place? Yes. <laughs> to like I've never place. watched it. And I've had so because I'm I I've I could talk about this stuff forever. And somebody was like, You really need to mm-hmm. watch The Good Place. And I was like, Oh, did, did you like it? I did actually. I saw if you know what, next time you come, we should go to Universal. Uh, and I know you've been there before, but they shot a lot of the good place on the Universal lot and you can go see it. Oh my god. Yeah, we should go. I would when love you come to see back that. Here. Oh, done. But I did like the good place. I I liked how whimsical it made the world of the afterlife and that it wasn't it wasn't so precious. It didn't even seem inherently tied to any sort of religion or anything. It was just sort of like this is like the after show. <laughs> like this yeah. is the the after show of life. And is so this how our do- purgatory? Is Creep Time After Dark the purgatory to Creep Time? Are we the afterlife? <laughs> Shit. Basically. Oh, Baby, God. this is hell. This is hell. It's Silas and Sue. Dante's Inferno can't stay on a topic for more than 11 seconds. This is Creeper Hell. That's what this is. <laughs> and that's, oh no, I was going to say, and that's the motherfucking tea. And, but, and this is the niche beach, baby. <laughs> this is the motherfucking tea. You did not just bring out the niche beach. Oh, but I did. I think about that very often. That's the unknown. God, that is the unknown. For the creepers. Oh my They're God. be like, what the hell is that? <laughs> well, we'll have to reveal it on another episode. But yeah. for this, because we are going to button it up tight, we yeah. will have to say thank you for listening. This has been quite the unhinged episode of After Dark, but I wouldn't have it any other way with you, Miss Stu. Well, good, good on it. <laughs> when you said before, you were like, sorry to gear shift. And I was like, is this show anything other than gear other shift? Other than a gear shift. <laughs> this other whole than, show is a gear shift. You know what? You what? are blown out. <laughs> you are blown out. <laughs> that? I got to write that in my notes. Hold on. I know. I'm like, somebody put that in your notes app. Next time I see somebody and I'm really going to tell them <laughs> off for real. I want you to be a witness to it. I'm going to say... What the fuck do you know, bitch? You're blown out. Blown out. If you say out. it without me being there to see, watch you say it to somebody, I'm going to be so upset. It's just so out of pot. Like, I think that's on par with what you used to, you would say to like bitchy girls in bars if they're like being snooty or like in your way or something. You go, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Remember you told me you'd do that? You go, go sir. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> and how how taken aback they're, they're like their entire life flashes before their eyes <laughs> they so can't handle bad. it <laughs> so bad but it worked every time exactly oh. that's what i'm saying if you were it would stop somebody dead in their tracks if you just go dead in their tracks. you are blown out sit the hell you down creepers. <laughs> you need if to you sit your ass your, down in your daily lives please tell us <sighs> well with that baby shall we make it quick we'll make it quick Make make quick. Bye guys. Bye. <laughs>